Hey everybody, welcome back to Three Fates Decide. My name is Sam and I am doing another solo episode. And I decided since there's been a lot of discussion about Broadway that I would do an update on Broadway since you guys seem to like the last episode so much. So in this episode today, I'm going to talk about what's closing on Broadway, what's coming on Broadway, both musical and drama, and then some controversies that have actually happened over the last couple weeks. So let's get into it. You think you know what we're going to talk about. And welcome back to Three Fates Decide. It just sounds more dramatic that way. All right. So this week we are going to be talking about... But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. One Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I mean, we always celebrated Easter. Here's part of the Half-Blood Prince. So we're going to do another free talk, freestyle thing. No planned discussion. At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. We're going to hit the main highlights. That is the thing that we were saying back in that episode. Quick recap. Three Fates Decide podcast. Okay, so first thing that we're going to talk about is what is going to be closing on Broadway. I'm going to give kind of dates. Again, I'm talking both musical and drama. What's going to be closing on Broadway and how I feel about some of them. So I don't know every single play that I'm going to be talking about. So I'm just kind of, I'm going to go through them relatively quickly and then discuss the ones that I'm actually sad about. So first one is The Kite Runner, which is a based off of a best-selling book. It is a drama. It is closing as a, its last day is October 30th. Then you have The Cost of Living, which will be ending November 6th. Uh, Mike Burbiglia, The Old Man and the Pool, which will be closing December 30th. The Music Man which, as you guys may remember, is something that I saw. And unfortunately, I didn't get to see Hugh Jackman, but especially with Hugh Jackman's news that he's going to be going and playing Wolverine in Deadpool makes sense. And I do believe initially they said this wasn't going to be a long-term show. So, you know, it it had a good run. It started September 9th. It's ending January 1st. So not not a bad run for, for a musical. Into the Woods is going to be ending January 8th, 2023. This is definitely one that I wish that I could see. I don't think I'm going to get a chance to before it closes, but I've heard all great things and, you know, a lot of really great actors are in there. So one that I really do wish that I could see, it is one of my favorite musicals. And, you know, I don't think it's going to, it's going to happen because I'm sure if anyone knows New York thing, prices go up a lot during the holiday season. So trying to get in there in November or December is going to be nearly impossible. So 1776 is going to be leaving January 8th, 2023. Uh, A great musical. And again, one that I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I've heard some pretty good things about it, but unfortunately not, most likely not going to get a chance to see it. This next one hurt my heart, Beetlejuice. Uh, is ending January 8th, 2023. This came back, um, originally it had closed. And then with the pandemic and everything and Broadway kind of suffering, they brought it back. And now it's leaving again. 
another one that I really wanted to see and I most likely won't get a chance. I'm not going to say I'm not going to get the chance, but I most likely won't get the chance to see it before it goes off. But I would have really loved to because I've heard that it's amazing and I love the movie and I'm so happy that they're making a sequel, even though I know we hate sequels, but uh, the original cast, I believe, is going to be in there. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. So yes, Beetlejuice is coming off. Then uh, another drama, Death of a Salesman, which I've heard good things about, is ending January 15th, 2023. Top Dog Underdog is leaving January 15th, 2023. The Piano Lesson is ending on January 23rd, 2023. Uh, Take Me Out is ending January 29th, 2023. And full disclosure, yes, part of the reason why I wanted to go see that was to see Jesse Williams in his complete flesh. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw the pictures when when they popped out and I would have would not have minded to see that live, but also, I heard it was a great show. I mean, it is a Tony Award winning uh, hit. But again, I heard that this was only going to be a, a temporary show. So, you know, it's uh, I wish that it could be there longer. I know it was on. It kind of went off and then it came back on. Um, but yeah, so that'll be ending January 29th, 2023. And then Between Riverside and Crazy is ending February 12th, 2023. And then the one that truly breaks my heart because it is indeed the longest running Broadway show to date is Phantom of the Opera is ending February 18th, 2023. Unfortunately, Phantom could not recuperate from COVID. As I mentioned, it is the longest running show on Broadway. It's been running since the 80s. And, uh, you know, compared to a lot of the other shows that are brand new and things like that it just couldn't couldn't compete anymore so it is very sad uh to to see it go and but at the same time it's i guess a bittersweet thing for me because i'd like to see new shows come in and uh and see where where you know a lot of these these shows go and doesn't mean that it will never come back. That's the great thing about theater. Shows come and go. I mean, my one of my favorite musicals of all time, Lame is was one of the longest running shows. It left, it came back for a short amount of time and now it's gone again. My hope is that it'll get to come back on at some point. And my hope is that Phantom will eventually come back on as well uh, in, at some point. But for now, Phantom will be going off as of February 18th, 2023. The end of an, of an era in all ways, always. So now let's talk about shows that are going to be opening soon. Um, the first one is actually going to confuse some of you, uh, cause based off of when I am actually recording this. So take me out. I know I mentioned that it's ending January 29th, 2023, but it's starting up again, October 27th, 2022. So, you know, I guess if you, if you do live in the area or if you're coming into New York and you do want to see this, it is starting, um, October 27th, 2022. By the time you listen to this, it will be past October 27th and it'll be on until January 29th, 2023. Uh, the next one is and Juliet and it is starting October 28th, 2022. I have not heard of this, but it is a musical and apparently it had a great run in London's, uh, West end 
theater area district and it was on there for three years it's a pop musical and it's you know i guess a more modern type of thing and it's all about what would happen if juliet didn't die at the end of romeo and juliet so sounds interesting definitely you know might keep this on my list of of musicals to go see and it's new and original it's things that we want from theater and movies and tv so kudos so this is going to be at the steven sondheim theater again starting october 28th 2022 the next one starting october 13th 2022 until april 16th 2023 is k-pop and it's a new musical all about, you guessed it, K-pop, uh, which definitely became a huge sensation in the world. So I'm sure that's going to be filled with, you know, that type of music and, and you know, Korean pop industry and, and all that stuff. So again, interesting, might be something to consider. It's only on short term. Again, it, it opens October 13th and then closes April 16th. Uh, the next is Kimberly Akimbo, which opens October 12th, 2023. It is a play, uh, so a drama. And um, it's, oh, I'm sorry, it is a musical. I lied. I read that wrong. It is a new musical about loneliness, found families, and creating some happiness when time is against you. Sounds like a, Sounds like my life. So maybe I should go see that. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Almost Famous, which is based off of the movie. It is a musical adaptation. This opens up October 3rd, 2022. If you haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend it. Again, another musical that I had, uh, I'm sorry, an, uh, another show that I had mentioned that is closing as of December t- uh, 30th, 2022. Mike Burbinglia, Old Man and the Pool. Again, it was a shortened thing. It's at Lincoln Center. It doesn't open until October 28th, 2022. So again, short little stint on Broadway. Next one is Ain't No Mo. It opens November 3rd, 2022 and closes February 26th, 2023. And it's about a playwright. So there you go. And it's about a Black playwright and about Black Americans and, you know, definitely something that I suggest people go and and take a look at. So let's see. The next one is Walking with Ghosts. It starts October 18th, 2022 and ends December 30th, 2023. And it is a solo show starring uh, Gabriel Byrne who, if you saw his face, you would recognize him. He's a Golden Globe winning and two-time Tony-nominated stage and screen actor. And it's a, it's a one-man show, 75 performances only. And it's named after his memoir. So there you go. That What could be better? The person who wrote it is, is performing in it. So I've never seen a one-man show. Next one is Collaboration, November 29th, 2022 to January 22nd, 2022. Uh, Paul Bettany is going to be starring in this. It is a drama and it also premiered in London. And it's about the professional partnership and personal friendship between two renowned artists, Andy Warhol and Jean-Michael Basquiat. So there you go. 
you haven't heard of them, look them up. But that sounds really interesting. So Paul Bettany and Jeremy Pope are the two stars. The next one is called Ohio State Murders. And this starts November 11th, 2022 at the James Earl Jones Theater. And it is a drama. And it stars Audra McDonald, who's amazing. Amazing. So that sounds very interesting. And I wouldn't mind going to see her in that. Uh, Another short little stint is A Christmas Carol from November 8th to January 1st, 2023. Um, Obviously, that's just a small thing because of the holiday season. So if you're in the area, feel free to go see that. And then finally is Sweeney Todd. This one I'm really excited about. And it is only going to be on for a short stint. But Sweeney Todd from February 26th to September 10th, 2023. And it's starring Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford. And I mean, I'm sure everyone has heard of Josh Groban. This is one I'm definitely trying to go see. I'm trying to get some of my friends to come with me to go see them. Because, first of all, again, one of my favorite favorite musicals and it's Josh Groban. So, you know, I would love to see him live because he's just an amazing, amazing singer. So there is some rumor uh, that Andrew Lloyd Webber is prepping another musical to come back to broad or to come to Broadway, I should say, um, called Cinderella or bad Cinderella. It was on the West end. It didn't do that well. And, little controversy, Andrew Lloyd Webber had no problem kind of ripping the staff, you know, the crew and the cast as the reason why the musical didn't do well. Never mind the fact that maybe the story just wasn't good. I mean, listen, we all know Andrew Lloyd Webber is definitely a talented man. He's a little off his rocker, but he's a talented man. And I do think it is very disrespectful that people that worked their butts off to put that on stage were ripped apart because it didn't do as well as you thought. So his idea is to fix it up and then bring it to Broadway, um, thinking that it would do better on Broadway. I don't know if that means he thinks that Americans are more stupid or that we appreciate certain things more. So whether it's a compliment or a diss on Americans part, uh, I don't know. I did hear the music to the Cinderella soundtrack, the, the, West End cast. There are some songs that I actually enjoyed. Um, and then there are some that I'm like, this. The, the lyrics just were weird. So if he fixes that up, maybe it will do better here. Um, but yeah, so that's a rumor. I don't know when or if it even is coming. That's just what I have heard. Um, other than that, no other uh, new shows coming on the horizon as of yet. But there has been over the last few weeks some drama in Broadway land. So we're going to talk about that real quick before we head out. Okay, so the first thing is uh, while performing for Town, which is a musical that's currently on Broadway, an actress saw someone using a device um, an accessibility device that actually was for deaf people so that they can read caption as they're watching the show so that they can read what the words are supposed to be. The actress couldn't tell what the device was or didn't, doesn't realize what those devices look like and thought that she was using her phone to record 
the show. Now, if you've been to any theater in the world, you know filming a show is a big no-no. People do it anyway. You go on YouTube and you see, you know, whole musicals on there. And, you know, I'm not going to deny and say that I haven't watched them, but it is a big no-no. I've never filmed in a theater. I would never film in a theater. But, you know, it it does happen. So I'm sure these actors get upset about it. But unfortunately, this actor (laughs) called out this person I believe more than once, um, not in an angry way, just like in the middle of the show would kind of like suggest about, you know, her using a cell phone or whatever, and then found out afterwards that it wasn't a cell phone. It was a device that she uses so that she can read the lines so that she knows what's going on because she is hard of hearing. The woman that was confronted um, by this actress did go on social media and was very, very emotional talking about how difficult it is in everyday life anyway. And then to have this happen, it was just very, very embarrassing. She was very emotional. She cried and all that stuff. The actress did apologize and stated she didn't know what the device was. She just assumed that it was a phone and, you know, called her out, but she did apologize when she found out what it was. Now, The question is, do you blame the actress for breaking character in a way, even though she apparently didn't break the character, but, you know, put this person on on the spot, like you have some, you, the ushers in the theater are on top of you. I mean, in the dark, they literally sit there and watch you because in some theaters, you still have to wear masks and, or in all theaters, you have to wear masks and if your mask is not in its proper place, they will go and hound you until you put it back up. So the fact that the this actress didn't allow or didn't see any ushers going over and stopping this person after literally having this device out the entire show should have told her that maybe it was okay. Not saying that I don't sympathize with the actors who get frustrated when they blatantly see people filming their show when they're not supposed to. So I... I kind of see both sides. Unfortunately, with the way the world is these days, this actress was ripped to shreds by the public and unfortunately got some death threats and things like that. And it, it people just really took it way too far. She didn't do it with the intention of, you know, hurting this woman because she was deaf. She didn't know what she had in her hand. Maybe the actress should be aware, hey, look, this is a device that is used for people who are deaf so that they can still go and see a show. You know, it's some, maybe it should be common knowledge with the stat, with the crew um, when, when they're doing a show. But it, it's a sad situation. I do feel bad for all those involved. All right, so the next controversy is an actress in the 1776 revival uh, during an interview, critiqued the creative process of the show. And some of the discussions were about the treatment of race and gender and, you know, basically how things were handled when creating this revival of the show and how, you know, they didn't really agree with some of the things. And as a result, she never put 100% into, you know, her, her, how people perceived it was that she didn't put 100, she only put like 75% of herself into the role. People took that as, you know, you're getting paid to act and you're not putting 100% in. Like, that's not fair to the people who are paying all this money to come and see it, blah, blah, blah. But what she meant was that 
what she meant was is that she wasn't allowing this role to take up her entire life. So while she gave 75% of herself to the character, to the theater, she saved another 25% for tasks outside of the theater and life and all that stuff. So unfortunately, people kind of took this comment and hounded like, oh, you're not putting in 100%. No, no, no. She's not basically putting her whole self, her whole life 100% into this role. She's, you know, doing 75% and then doing another 25% for the rest of her life, whatever else she has, family, friends, tasks, you know, whatever, which is a healthy thing. You can't put your entire life into your job because then you have no time for you. So, but unfortunately, because of talking about all the other controversies, they just assumed that that's what she meant. And she kind of got attacked for it, which is ridiculous. Some other things that people uh, were not happy about with this is because she's critiquing the creative process. Meanwhile, the show is still running. So it's like you should have waited until after the show was done, after you were done with the show, because you're being disrespectful to the people that put in the work for the creative process and are working on this show. So it's kind of a, a mixed bag. There's some people who understand where she's coming from and other people that are like, hey, like, shut up. You shouldn't have been talking about this in the first place until the show was over. So whatever side you want to be on is how that rolls. So as a result of two of the previous controversies that I just talked to talked about, Patti Lapone, who is an iconic Broadway actress, decided that she was giving up her equity card and is officially done with Broadway. You cannot act on Broadway without an equity card. So she has given up her equity card, basically alluding that these two situations are part of the problem with Broadway. So whether or not she actually does and never comes back to Broadway, it remains unseen. I think it would be completely sad if she never did it again, because like I said, she is an icon. Um, But at the same time, you know, you got to stand up for what you believe in. And if this is how she wants to go about it, then that is her choice. So that is just some of the controversy on the Broadway streets. I know last time I talked about Leah Michelle um, with Fanny Girl, Fanny Girl, Funny Girl, where she plays Fanny Bryce. And uh, I mean, the show seems to be doing really well, getting a lot of people going to see it still makes me feel sorry uh, about the, the previous actress who was, in my personal opinion, treated horribly. Um, but unfortunately, that's the beauty of the industry. And Broadway is not any different than Hollywood in that regards, unfortunately. It is, I personally believe theater is a lot better than uh, Hollywood in terms of controversy. You don't hear too, too much controversy, but listen, they're all human. It's going to happen regardless. Uh, the whole funny girl thing just really left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't see myself going to ever go see it. And um, that's just my personal opinion. If you have gone to see it, uh, if you're in the area and, and you went to go see it and you want to let me know what you thought, I'd be more than happy. I've read plenty of reviews from all the celebrities that have decided now to go and see that show all because Liam Michelle is in it. So, but, uh, oh, Chris Colfer, who was on Glee with Liam Michelle, was on a podcast and was, you know, asked a question about Liam Michelle, asked if he was going to go see uh, Funny Girl. And he basically alluded to 
that he could torture himself at home instead of going to see the show and be tortured by her. So obviously we know that he agrees with a lot of the other castmates that have come out uh, and speaking about her. She obviously was not well-liked at all by pretty much everyone on that set. And, um, you know, my hope is that maybe she has changed, but, you know, you could only change so much, I think. So obviously there's something, something still there um, if she was okay with doing what she did in terms of Funny Girl. But at the same time, maybe it wasn't her decision. They asked her and she agreed. So I'm not going to put the full blame on her. But yeah, that's it. That's all I have for you in terms of Broadway lands. And thank you again for listening to my update. Catch you later. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.